Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Message. You are listening to Bandwagons. Send. have to do like in fairness at least that intro was relevant to we're getting better what we're actually talking about you know week on week we're nothing but improving (laughs) (laughs) yes yes certainly uh welcome back to bandwagons breed how are you i'm great how are you i'm not too bad i've had a very itchy chin for the entire day to the point where i don't know whether like i scratched it or it's a spot oh you know that kind of way is it like a spot coming up under the skin it could be like they. Do, I, I'm not getting any lump. I'm just getting like itch. You know that kind of way. I don't know. Anyway, maybe you've had an allergic reaction. I think I could have as well. I think I need a little antihistamine. Maybe are you use the new face cream. These are actually what our conversations are like when we're not. Um, <laughs> am I? Yeah, but I've been using it for. I'm not sure. I was using it before and I hadn't had a reaction so I was using my I had makeup on last night so maybe it was something to do with that I don't know anyway we'll keep it we'll keep posted <laughs> chins yeah we will we will update you on next week's episode chin scope um, yeah chin scope day um, on this week's episode we are talking about The Circle which is a UK reality show that I am obsessed with and um, the US series just came to Netflix so a lot more people are talking about it yeah. Reed, do you remember uh, when you were first introduced to the circle? Yeah, it was you. I think it might have been a mini. It was again. me. Absolutely, I it, it was. I was at a test. Uh, no. I think I think it might have been a mini band like about a year and a half ago when it was on Channel Four. I only got in. I haven't seen season one of the UK one. I've seen season two and the UK or the US one. I just watched, um, and no one really watched it except like a handful of people we knew, and now everyone is talking about it. Because it's on Netflix, which I love, but I'm like, where were you? Like this, the UK one is so much better. Yeah, I remember, I think a, a, a couple, like a, a small amount of people said it to me about the first series 
when it was finished and they were like, you should watch this. This is very like your buzz. And then I ended up covering the ending of series one. And this is where I will say this episode of Bandwagons will contain spoilers for the Circle UK season one, season two and the Circle USA season one. Um, But I had to cover the ending of the Circle UK season one because that's a pretty dramatic ending. I had to cover it for Daily Edge. And I remember writing about it and like I'd essentially spoiled the whole thing because I hadn't been watching at that point. And just even reading about it, I was like, this is insane. I love this. Where yeah. do I where do I sign up? It's just like on paper, it seems a bit silly. So the whole thing is it's kind of Big Brother-esque in that you have a group of contestants and they're all living in like it's definitely a studio or something like, but they make it out that it's this apartment block, right? And they're all in separate apartments. They're not living together. They're all living separately and they can only communicate with each other via this social media network that they've created for the show called The Circle. And they only know each other through these online profiles and that's how they get to know each other. Um, And each week people are, each night pretty much-ish, there's kind of ratings given and those ratings determine who are the influencers, in inverted commas. These people are essentially the power, have the power to vote people off, keep people in, depending on the night or the week or the task or whatever. Um, and then these votes, like, in the end, determine the winner. Because the other interesting thing about it is there's a public vote for who people think is their winner, and they get a cash prize. But then within the circle, they get to vote at the end who they think is like their winner and they also get a cash prize, which I think is really interesting. And they didn't do for the American one, which I thought was strange. I was just thinking that because I literally only watched the American finale an hour ago and I was like, there was no viewers champion, but I'm looking at it on Wikipedia here and Sammy apparently got viewers champion and was given $10,000. Ah, okay. But I was like, I don't remember them. They didn't do it in the finale, I don't think. Yeah, so so it aired... So like it obviously it aired as it does in the UK. So in the UK, it's like every Friday. It's not every night. Sure it is. Or is it? How does it go? It's been so long since it originally aired. I think it's every remember. night. I think it happens it every night. It is every night. Or sorry, it's I like every it night bar one night. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say kind of same thing as Love Island. Yeah. It's like every night or five nights a week. For like right. And then it's for four for, weeks. Yeah. Three or four weeks. And I think it aired in America the same way. And it happened... Well, the America, start of last year. In America, um, there's only 12 episodes. So, and it all went up on Netflix, on Netflix US straight away. So it didn't air the same as the ah, UK one. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, much That's smaller series, but it was like bulk uploaded. Why did they not show Sammy being chosen as people's champion? Uh, maybe because they, I don't know, had to edit it down. I don't know. I have no idea. It's really strange. She deserved it though. But like, again, I'm also kind of surprised because I thought Shuby would have gotten it. I, I thought Shuby was going to win. I wanted Shuby to win. I also thought Shuby was going to win. I thought that was really... And then like, you told me the winner, oh, I was like, is it not crap? We'll get into the US one, but I watched the first half an hour of it, hated it, um, and then turned it off and didn't go back to it. And then you watched it and I was like, is it not cr- a bit crap? And you were like, oh, it's it's not as good as the UK one and the winner's a bit obvious, but it's good. So I was like, right. See, Thinking the winner that's was definitely because, going to be Shuby then. That's because when I put up that I was watching it, someone wrote to me on Insta and was like, the right person won. Which again, if you're the kind of person that sends fucking spoilers to people or yeah, like vague messages about TV shows, get a fucking they like. They say right, as they spoil the circle for everyone. 
Yeah, but like also if you're gonna click a podcast called the circle. Anyway, that's not here in every. But someone said that when I read that, I was like, right, okay, so Shuby wins. Because all of the other messages I were getting were like was like, oh, Shuby's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And like I did I I didn't really warn from at first. And then as the show went on, I did really warn from him because he was just so fucking naive. So innocent, so yeah. I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, he obviously wins. And then to hear that he didn't win either, I was like, what the f like I did. So jo- Joey won. I did like Joey. But I loved Joey. He I was like your Jordy Jersey Shore. Yeah, but like that's that's kind yeah. of not not that far that way. He's more Jersey Shore in twenty twenty one as opposed to like Jersey Shore OG. You know that yeah, kind of like, like, like very, naturally that way. Yeah, like, put on. it's nice and like yeah, like I don't think it's not like a personality all ego. I think he is just like that and is. Really not. I don't know. I usually hate those kind of characters, and I just really liked him because he was really genuine. And the whole thing of him and your one like shifting halfway through, yeah, and they were like that. Insane. I don't know. I did watch it like very, very like binge. Like I very much binged it and watched it all in quick succession, not really paying a lot of attention to it. And when she went in, and they were like, "We've just always had this connection." I know you felt it too. I was like. Since when? Like that? No. What are you talking about? Joey was trying to virtually throw it up everyone. He was just... Yeah. So was Miranda. Miranda was off of the gals. And then she was like, yeah, I've had this connection with Joey since the minute we messaged. I'm like, what are you talking about? They were Um, made for each other, clearly. Sorry, I will say... Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Disappointing, but not surprising. The one that's to to circle back to the UK one. A circle. Haha, didn't even mean that. You'd never get that on the Circle UK. You'd never get the kissing, which is I kind of why I, like we're going to get it with Jack and Beth. Do you remember them? Oh yeah. Do you know who Beth, Beth is going out with now? Oh, so beautiful. Do you know who Beth is going out with now? Do you know Connor with the G from Love Island? The teeth. No, 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 no. Connor with the G. Um, he came in late and yes. it wasn't like he was yes. really good looking, yes. not really very not tall. Connor, yeah, very tall. Connor, yeah. they're together now. There you go. Okay. Um. So you mentioned the yeah. One sec. What were you going to say? I just wanted to go back. You mentioned that the apartments, and you were like, it might be a TV studio or whatever. And the first thing I noticed when I watched the American one is that it's the exact same building as the UK one from the outside, and then the apartments are identical on the inside. So I was like, how did they find an identical apartment block in America? But like, short answer is they didn't. They flew everyone to the UK. It is a real apartment block. Stop. Yeah. So the uh, the circle, sorry, it's an apartment building in Salford in England and it's used for all versions of the circle. So the apartment building is always prepared with 12 furnished and ready to use apartments for players to live in. It also has an exercise room and a rooftop lounge where there are also cameras fitted and television screens. One room in the building is called the testimonial room. And that's the room players go to after they're blocked to create their goodbye video for the rest of the players. And then on the outside of the building is a large lit up circle um, with like lights around it. And then opposite the apartment building, there's the control room, which is previously a college campus that became disused. And at any time there is like 20, between 20 and 30 producers and camera operators working, recording and sending messages from the circle um, so they have like loads of versions on the go at the minute. I think there's a, so the uh, the American one was obviously shot there. They have a French one and a Brazilian one, I think, that are all going to be my, shot in the same building. My friend came and actually recommended the Brazilian one. 
So Oh really? Is it not all in yeah, Portuguese? Yeah, so I might watch it. It might be, I don't know, but he's I he just said he was like, You need to watch the Brazil one. And I'd I'd trust him. So Fair enough. That was like the the major thing I noticed, uh, but very major similarity I noticed between the UK and US. Sorry, no wonder there's a fucking housing crisis. They're just leaving this apartment building <laughs> vacant for three weeks of the year. Like, or okay, we'll say like they do three series there a year, nine weeks. It's mad that like I don't know was. if like Endemol or Fremantle or whoever just bought this building. Like, it's just insane. Or Channel Four maybe just owns this building. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Absolutely insane. So you didn't watch the first series at all? No, you got me into oh. it because a big brother had kind of ended um, and you were like, this will, it was coming back and you were like, this will fill the big brother void in your life. So I only watched the second one, but I will go back and watch the first one, I think. Oh, I'm about to spoil it all for you now, <laughs> um, within reason, but it is still, it's absolutely still worth watching um, because just because... Like, I feel like, as you said, if you have kind of a big brother itch, if you've kind of Love Island itch, I think it will kind of scratch both. And as I said, on paper, it kind of seems silly and it kind of seems like nothing really happens day to day. But we actually interviewed Patty Smith, who won uh, series two of the UK circle. Another spoiler there. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably should have said that before I said it. But anyway, um, he was on the second series. And he said, like, it's more game show than it is reality show. And I'd have to agree because like, yes, you could argue not a lot happens, but it's all tactics. It's all, it's like chess. Yeah. Reality show chess. I bloody love it. Anyway, as I said, uh, The Circle, the first series began uh, September 2018 on Channel 4 uh, and lasted for 21 days. So they went for three weeks. It was originally hosted by Alice Savine and Maya Jama. Alice Levine hosts what podcast breed? Oh, my dad wrote a porno. Indeed, there is hope for I us yet. She's on Taskmaster as well. Um, um, the series launched with a total of 1.6 million uh, viewers, including catch-up services. Um, and yeah, so it was basically like, as we said, they all joined the circle. They're all in their separate things, texting each other. The contestants were, we had uh, Jennifer Freeman. She played herself, but a doctor and younger. So she was like 40 when she went in, but she played someone who was 34. Uh, Mitchell Palmer, who was 22, he played himself. Sinead Edwards uh, played Christopher, a 65-year-old retired antiques dealer, but she was actually 22. Uh, Aiden Bradbury, 19, played herself. Janelle Perkins um, played herself, but didn't reveal that she was a mother uh, with her daughter. Uh, Hannah Rosie Stedman played herself. Ryan Gooding played himself. Uh, Mairead Martin played herself, but younger. A lot of them played themselves, but younger. Precious, Scotty, um, Harry Southern played himself. And more uh, they all in the U in the well in the US one is uh, particularly they all chose to be single even though they all weren't single, like mo- yeah, minor right. differences. This is what I'm telling you: like the Americans go on and they don't want drama; they just want to shag each other. I, like, that's all. So bizarre. They were like, "Who can I flirt with?" I I just thought it was weird. Really strange. Yeah. Um. Then we had uh, was it Cyan or Sean? I can I can't remember anyway. But they she played a plain Jane version of herself. This is what Wikipedia says: a plain Jane is in inverted commas. Lol. And then we had Freddie Bentley, um, who played himself but straight and older. 
because when he went in, he was only 20. And then you're we not had Alex. yourself if you're playing a different age and different sexuality. Like, it's not, it's just your own pictures, like, isn't it? I don't know. Fair. It's yeah. a real philosophical thing for me. Um, and then we had Alex, Alex Holborn, uh, who played Kate, a 25 year old woman, but he was using the pictures of his girlfriend at the time. Um, and like it was just Freddie really like because I when I said it to people I was like you need to watch this Freddie really divides really divides people um this is the these are the series where the tactics come into it because the UK cast are very concerned with figuring out who is catfishing who they have immediate suspicions. Yeah, they're keeping notes. They're asking like very like direct questions, trying to catch people out with information and stuff. Yeah. Um, Alex actually did an interview with Capital in 2019, so a year after. And he kind of went into more of the, what's the word, like logistics of it as well. So like, obviously, as you said, um, they, they each get an apartment in that block in Salford. Um, they're not allowed to leave the rooms. Um, he said, so they're allowed to go up to the gym if they need, obviously, but if they want like shopping or anything, they basically write a list, leave it outside their door. Um, they have to leave then. So they'll either go up to the rooftop or go to the gym and then they come back and all the food will be there. Um, he said there was one day where he was re he really, really wanted sweets. And he said, I refuse to do anything else until someone brings me some sweets. I remember a little sweaty person knocking on the door. They chucked in some Haribo and left. This kind of seemed unnecessarily mean, but anyway. Yeah, it's all run, a diva. Like, people are trying it's to all run very smooth. The same with washing and bedding. It's all done when you're out. So there's no crossover and no chance for you to find anything out from people. Um, in order to leave the apartment and go to the gym or the roof for some fresh air, Alex explained contestants have to request at the start of the day where they'd like to go so producers could arrange who would be out of their flats at certain times. He said you can request to leave your room but you're super on lockdown so you just say in your microphone I need to go to the gym today or I need to go to the roof and at some point during the day you're told you can do that. But of course everyone else is on lockdown at that point. You're wearing headphones so you don't hear anyone screaming are you Freddy or whatever and then you're taking up to wherever you're going and then once you're done you're taken straight back to your flat. Um, he'd say you'd get runners that come in and out of your room but you don't get to speak to them and there are psychologists that you can speak to if you need to which is always helpful if you need someone to confide in, confide in when you're experiencing symptoms to do with isolation as you can imagine being stuck in a flat for three weeks um, also said it has helped staying friends with the 2018 finalists as they all went through the bizarre experience together and frequently talk about it do you want to know where they all are now? sure um, Cyan uh, she's teamed Are you up sure with it's Amor. Not Shan. Shan, whatever, I don't care. Whatever her name is. I didn't really, I don't, I barely remember. Like, I only remember Freddie Shan. Alex and Dan. Like, um, she's teamed up with the More Beauty Cosmetics to launch her own range of makeup, co hosted her own radio show on Flex FM, and appeared on BBC Two's Victoria Derbyshire to discuss cosmetic surgery. We should she have hasn't had anything done yet, but won't rule out in the future. We should not have called this Flex FM. That's a fucking that would have been so name. funny. Wouldn't have been half as successful, but... Um, <laughs> she's still friends with Freddie. They went to Pride together and they've done several videos together on her YouTube channel. Um, Precious, um, you might remember, they got, herself and Precious got into a huge fight um, during their series. 
Um, but I don't think she's really done much since she did. She wrote a letter to her younger self, published in Pride magazine. She's posted for various glamorous photo shoots um, and attended the launch of the autumn collection of Lingerie Chain, Boo Avenue. So good for her. Good for her. This is clearly not written in a 2020 or 2021 because nothing was being launched except possibly myself into the sea. Uh, Aiden, <laughs> uh, Aiden and Mitchell, uh, they didn't get together. There was kind of suspicions that they might. Um, they did go for coffee, but they decided to just be friends. She hasn't been up to much since. Freddie, um, he is flat out. He did panto. Um, he did some clothing line bits, I think. And again, like they've done loads of, he's done loads of YouTube stuff. Um, Alex has launched some podcast. Uh, he's a pop punk DJ, apparently. There you go. Love that for him. Um, and he did a thing. This is, what am I fucking reading? He did this thing called the payments race, which is a round the world competition in which contestants are only allowed to use one form of currency. Alex's was cryptocurrency. Like how, how dull, how incredibly dull. He does a lot of, he's very big on social media now, if you're ever, he does a lot of Spawn and he does a lot of the youtube media stuff. Um, Ryan, uh, who was the psychic, he is still very popular in the psychic circuit, good for him. And he also has a YouTube channel uh, with Sinead, would you believe? Um, they only shared the same apartment block for 24 hours, but they've since become good friends. And they do loads of bits together. Dan, poor Dan. Um, he he's done some interviews since about the experience, which we'll get into. Um, he did a good interview with um on the off the fence on the fence podcast, I should say. He also recently took part in a charity football match where his team was managed by none other than fellow circu- circular circular Freddie. And then the others who I don't care about, I'm not willing to get into, you can read it to that. But the ending, we talk about Dan and we talk about Alex, whatever. So the whole thing was that certain people get to the final, including Alex and Dan. And Alex's whole thing, as we said, was that he was catfishing the whole time. He was pretending to be this girl called Kate, using his girlfriend's photos. Dan and Kate, in inverted commas, were very into each other on the show. Or not into each other, they'd struck up this like very good relationship. Uh, Dan was very smitten, very into it, like voted her very highly in a lot of things. And as we said, kind of the end point of all of these shows is that the finalists all meet at the end and they have this dinner and they all talk it out. And like, obviously Alex was the only catfish and Alex was playing a woman. So he turns up, Dan is already there and Dan is like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Kate. And it's this heart, like, human it's it is it's so it's so iconic it's just like it's the moment that i'd say every reality tv producer like this is what they had in mind when they pitched the show 100 it's just like i know they've said i think they're grand now as i said but like um I'm just looking even at the photos here now and you can see even like Alex looks like he wants to die. Dan is just like totally gobsmacked. Um, And he said after that he just felt like hugely embarrassed. He said uh, in an interview with I, uh, I've never felt at any stage of my life so many emotions at the same time. I was hugely embarrassed. I was very, very shocked. Then I was upset. There was a moment of realisation. I thought there was a moment of realisation. 
I thought they brought me on this show to take part in an experiment, but they really brought me on the show to use me, take me for a dickhead, really, make me look like an idiot. One of the producers would come in a lot to me and say, oh, you're doing so well. You're really coping. And I was thinking, what are you talking about? What am I coping with? And like, <laughs> you read stuff like that and then you're like, oh. But like, he didn't, have to go, he didn't have to go in there and flirt or like strike up a romantic relationship. Like that was, the ball was fully in his court with that stuff. Yeah, and I suppose it's so the one it's the you, one show where what, what I will say is obviously the producer going in and saying that that's kind of manipulative. But at the same time, it's not it's not really the producers manipulating bar like obviously they're putting new people in and I would assume there's some direction as to whether they play themselves or they play catfishes, like the certain challenges, whatever. But like I don't think they create whole storylines because it's so based on like they're the contestants create the storylines for you because you have people who are pretending to be people who they're not even remotely close to. Yeah. And as you said, you have this thing where it's like, he sees a girl. He believes that he believes is definitely a girl and definitely the person he's speaking to. He's attracted to them. Of course, he's going to speak to them and build this. Even if it's not, even if it was purely platonic, which is what I think a lot of them try and say, even with the American one with Shuby and, yeah, and Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca. Like, he really tried to downplay their relationship. Again, I think to save face. But, like, let's just say it was platonic. Like, there still is a thing of, that's not the producers, that's you. Like, yeah. and it is a game of deception, I suppose. Yeah, there's no way. Like, what? Like people, obviously, they all know going in that there's a chance they could be chatting to a catfish. They obviously all seem to forget that a little bit when they do start getting themselves into heavier, like, romantic relationships or whatever, or, like, I don't know, deeper relationships. And but there's no way a producer would cast what that guy and be like, we'll cast him because he'll definitely fancy the catfish and that'll be gas. Like there's just no way they can force that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's such a good concept. Um, and because of this, like I was I was determined to watch for series two. So I did. And just as well, because there was an Irish contestant on it. Again, really solid cast. Like I loved, I like looking back on it now, obviously, because we've the, we've the benefit of space now. It's been nearly two years. Like we had Tim, we had Woody, like the whole thing of Woody being Fatboy Slim's son. So genuine, so nice. I loved Ella. I loved the whole thing of like Richard Madley being in it for some reason. Everything about it just felt like because it was like okay this is series two we're gonna have another shot of it we can kind of go a bit bigger but it wasn't like totally mad that it was it was still at its core this mad game of people trying to guess and you one whose name escapes me pretending to be her son oh, Georgina yeah. who I loved Jay and yeah what was her name Jay she was class I loved her Brooke and she was like I what, loved what would what would Jay say and it's like I don't know. She was just trying to be cool and young and it was gone. So funny. So, so funny. Um, and as we mentioned, we were very lucky to speak with Paddy Smith, one of the contestants on uh, Series 2. So before we get into more of our thoughts, uh, why not hear from him about his experience and uh, whether he's still in touch with some of them. Very interesting chat. Paddy Smith, winner of season two of The Circle UK. Thank you so much for joining us on Bandwagons. Thank you, girls. I actually, I'm flattered to be here. I love, I love your podcast, have to say. 
Oh no, we were we were bet into it once at a well, I even bet into the UK one and then the US one got added and we were like, we need to do this. And you know who we need to talk to? Paddy Bloody Smith. We need yeah. we need the goths. We need to know everything. Here's the here's the like the download though. Do you prefer the US one or the English one? That's the big um, debate. The English one. The English one, I think. I, okay. I'm, I'm obviously biased because I was down to the English one. But as, a, <laughs> but as a viewer, as a viewer, do you prefer do you prefer it really? Or are you just saying that because I'm on here? No, so I, I I don't know about Breed. I really liked the cast of the American one. I thought they were all really nice because I sometimes I think American reality TV can be really hit or miss for me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was good and I thought it was funny and it had some kind of nice moments. But the issue was they didn't really care. Like they were on about the game, but they also didn't really care about the game seemingly. Whereas with the UK one, we they were the mad. Game. Yeah, they were yeah. mad to find out who the catfish were. Loads of alliances, like kind of people actively trying to work against each other. That yeah. never really came up in the American one. What did you think, Reid? Yeah, I, I watched the first half an hour of the US one um, probably two whenever it came out on Netflix and I hated it and turned it off and I said to me don't watch it it's dog shit and then because of this podcast <laughs> I went and started it again yesterday and watched the whole se- series in tw- 24 hours I finished it like half an hour ago I actually skipped an episode and a half oh. <laughs> and I got into it like it does get better but but there's a lot yeah. of bullshit in the American one. Like, it's all very nicey-nicey. Ours is very tactical. You know, playing games with each other, getting alliances, the circle of trust. You know, yeah. how can we oh. get that? Circle of trust, man. Circle of trust. <laughs> uh, let's go back to, how did you get cast for the circle? Or where did you hear about it first? So, I got casted. They got in touch with me through my Instagram. And they asked me what I like to audition. And then I auditioned and from there it kind of snowballed. Like it was a really, although it was a long process, it was happening very quickly. Do you know, like it only happened, my casting process only happened over like, I'd say two and a half months. Um, so then you, you get, you go on to, you go, you go and meet a lot of people um, for different kind of interviews and they're, they're videotaping you and doing other bits and bobs. Uh, and and then I got the call that I I'm going into hiding. So because I was a late player, I actually was I was still in hiding when the game started because we all go in hiding together. Do you get me? Yeah. Because because you have to. And what's in hiding? Is it in a hotel? No, yeah. So you're kind of you're brought. It could be a hotel. It could be like a you know those like student living apartments. Mm-hmm. So and then you're, you're you have a chaperone. So a chaperone is with you throughout. And um, then you don't have any, you don't have no phone, no money, like no passport. You are like, you are, you depend on this chaperone for everything. Even if like they go out uh, to get like food for the shops, they take the, they take the remote for Netflix because they don't want you to get the remote for normal TV. So they, because you then I could see who's on the show. That's a mad. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. And like it's a much longer time period than you'd think, because like obviously, yeah. of course, it makes sense that you have to go in at the start, so you don't see who else is in, and you don't make yeah. these biases. But how long was that then? Was that like four so, weeks, three weeks? Yeah. So basically, I went in halfway through. So uh, we all went in hiding a week before the show started, because okay. obviously they want to promote it and stuff and start getting the people out 
who were on it. And then even when, this is the scariest thing, even when you're in hiding, like as a late player that came in, there's no guarantee that you're getting on that show. Do you know, I could have just been in hiding and then left. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And gone back to Ireland with a can of Pringles on the right air flight. Uh, being like, that was a lovely holiday. No, no one would believe you. Yeah, I know. I'm like, hey guys, just was off social media for a while. <laughs> uh, we did a little just holiday. Needed a break, girls. <laughs> you know me, you know. Um, but then I was thinking, like, imagine I, like, because that, that can happen. And then I got the call. Um, I think I was in hiding for 10 days when I got the call. And oh my god, I couldn't believe it. It was like, Ugh. and then when you when you go in, um, they like obviously check your bag for like contraband and stuff, um, and they actually took out my vibrator, which was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. They would have left stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. We were about to riot. <laughs> Imagine a big whopper vibrator, just like we're gonna take this. Yeah. Paddy comes uh, out at the end, being like, "I've won. Can I? Can I have that back?" They're like, "What's yeah. wrong with it? vibrator? Have, no idea. Yeah. The money's great. Have, Where's my vibrator? Have my vibrating butt plug back, please." They're like, <laughs> um, but anyway, so then we go in, and what's really interesting is that, like. I remember the first things they said to me, because obviously they have to tell you, like, you, you can be filmed in the bathroom, but if you obviously are going to go for number two, and this is actually their words, I'm like, if you're going to go for number two or a wank, just let us know, and uh, we'll just turn the cameras. I'm like, <gasps> like, you just, it's obviously, like, that happens, but the fact that they said it to my face, I was like, I was like, oh, no, bother. I'll never wank ever. <laughs> you just immediately start clenching, like, yeah, just... yeah. I don't wank at all. Not. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Why did you want to do it? Um, I wanted to do it for a lot of reasons. Like, I don't think there's enough representation of people with disabilities on mainstream media. I also think the representation that we have for the most part, like, taking away obviously like Sinead Burke and stuff but for the most part in like the media stream we're we're looked at as like victims like think about the undateables think about films about us do you mean we're looked at like lovable victims that have like a, a bad circumstance that have to overcome where I wanted to kind of revolutionize that and say I'll use my disability to try and win the show do you get me and show you that just because society thinks that's a weakness of mine I bet you I can make it into my biggest strength and I also wanted to see, because it was always my intention not to show my disability at the beginning. So I wanted to see what it'd be like without my disability for a while. Because obviously I have a visible disability. So the first thing you see when you meet me is my disability and the crutches. And then I become that like disabled gay guy. And I thought like how kind of interesting it would be for me and to see kind of how people would take to me without it for a while. That they didn't know how to, because it's not like. And then what I found is like, I actually felt. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As I was hiding such a big part of myself, like that I was going back into the closet, which was weird. I mean, obviously you go in with the game plan, and my game plan was always to show... Like, I wanted to be myself because I wanted to, sh- like, show representation for different people who are not seen as much. Um, and I thought a catfish is kind of, like, taking away from that. So the aspect of hiding my disability for me was big enough, you know? Like, being a catfish is second tough work. Like, I know from James telling me about it, like, he, he, he had such a tough time trying to remember that he was a woman. With the kids, do you know? James, yeah. uh, James was Sammy on your side, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, like that was, it's the one thing that I always say when I do in my head, if like, if I was to ever do it, would I be a catfish or would I be myself? And sometimes I'm like, God, it'd be gas to be the catfish thing. But when you watch, as you said, the level of work and like level mm. of detail, like you, you won't get away with just being yeah. like this kind of two-dimensional fake person. You have to build a life around them. No. Believe it and believe the story. Yeah. And like, if you think about it, the notes that we have taken down, you know, we're always taking notes. The difference with this show and this and uh, the aspects of like Big Brother and Love Island is it really is a game show in terms of you are on your own. Everyone you speak to can potentially be a catfish, and it's all about tactics. So what the viewers see is very different to what we go through inside because everything about our day is about tactical. Do you get me? Like, our producer will be like, think about the conversations you want to have today. Do you get me? Like, it's very much, that is the game. That is the way you put it. Like, so, that's how it's a different type of game show because you're always thinking, what's my next move? Like, okay, how am I going to get, I want to have a chat with Fanula. How am I going to get Fanula on my side in that one conversation because I might not talk to her for another day or so and she might have four so so what am I going to do what do I know about Fanula enough so that we can connect and maybe get her as an ally that is always in the back of your head and it's bizarre and like day to day in the apartment is it very isolating and is it boring or are you too focused yeah. on the gameplay and the game plan absolutely it's the most boring place you could be like, apart from when you're filming, which is like, I'd say, maybe two or three hours a day, you're on game boards, like puzzles. Um, I brought in, I got a slinky, which I was slinking around for a while. Um, like, reading a book. <laughs> you know, you have nothing to do. And, every, and then when you're, um, when you're actually doing the game show like that's you're so excited because you haven't done anything all day so that's why and the other thing um as well is like you know they might do a lot of filming late at night or like it's not always at the same time yeah are you still in touch with any of them yeah uh sammy james aka james 
I love oh, Nick. Yeah. He's, my best, he's my best pal. He has, he's massive on OnlyFans now, girls. Together Stop. Yeah, he was sending me he was sending me a few cheeky pics. I was like, James! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> secretly pointing them in my wank bank. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Sending you all the it. content quality check, like, just, is this Patty approved? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's were, like, you, Patty were you devastated when you found out? Were you devastated when you realised it wasn't Sammy? Yeah. Do you know what? It's weird. You kind of, because I watched the first season, I expected someone to be a catfish. So... I I like I wasn't I was surprised and my first thought was like oh shit did he just play us but looking at the show and looking back at it I think he actually morphed into Sammy himself I mean his personality was Sammy he just tweaked a few things to make it like a female like uh but you know I wasn't devastated I kind of I was like fair play to him all is fair and love and war in the circle That's another thing that I don't it's okay it's not that I don't get like I do get it because at the end of the day you're that far along so at this point like your final ratings are put in there's nothing you can do you have to have this dinner together it is what it is as you said it is a game people do it but when you consider like the reaction in comparison to season one with Alex pretending to be Kate and your man like being now I know that was a different dynamic because he blatantly like fancied her or whatever fancied her yeah 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 but like at the same time, and even with like, I don't want to give away um, the uh, American Circle because it's only just added to Netflix. People are watching, but obviously mm-hmm. there are catfishes on that as well. Like I don't, I think I find it very hard to not be annoyed at that final dinner and seeing someone and having thought that you've built a friendship and for it to be kind of based on quite a large lie. I know you said the thing with Sammy and. Thing, it was a bit different because his personality was Sammy. He was just yeah. pretending to look like a woman. But I don't know. I don't know how everyone was so sound at the end of it. Like, Well, I think it's because we all kind of had this camaraderie of like, you know what? It's a game show. We knew what we signed up for. And the premise of the game is to see can you be deceived, essentially. Because they have to have a catfish at the end. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, the premise of the game is to see if you can be deceived. So, like, for you to get annoyed at something like that, I mean, yeah, their visual might be deceiving. And, you know, obviously with Alex and um, Dan, it was a bit different because he fancied... uh, He fancied Alex as a woman at the time. Kate, I think the name was. Yeah. But the whole premise of the show is like, can you be deceived and can you be the most popular within that show? So I think, and by the end of it, to be honest, girls, you're so feckin' drained. By the end of that dinner to even meet anyone, you're like, oh, thank mother of divine Jesus. I get out of that, I get out of that apartment. <laughs> I get some like, you know, and like, you know, you're shitting yourself at every eviction, at every like waiting for like, um, the secret influence is coming to your room or there's someone coming to meet you now and, like, you're all fucking petrified that it's going to be you. Do you know what I mean? So when it comes to that, you're kind of like, oh, do you know what? Fuck it. Do you know reminds me of? You know when you're, like, had a fight with your friend and then uh, a few weeks later, you're like, do you know what? I'm not even annoyed anymore. I couldn't. I don't have the energy to be pissed off because I've yeah. given everything. I've given everything to the show. <laughs> so, do you know what? Fair play. 
That's how it felt to me. I was like, just fair play to you. I am, I'm just, I am, you, you've got everything from me. I, don't, I can't give you any more. <laughs> I've tried and made a tit in myself on national television more than once. <laughs> and obviously, other than yourself, who did you want to win? Um, I really wanted Georgina to win, actually. Um, you know, yeah, I, I just thought what Georgina stood for was amazing. Um, just for someone to bring such a voice to a condition like Crohn's, and I just liked her fire. I thought she was fun. I thought she was sassy. Um, I really found like an ally in her, and I thought she had a really good backstory that should be shared and could use her platform for good. You know, and sometimes you need someone in your corner, and she was in my corner. You know, like I wouldn't have got to the final without her. So I loved her, and just yeah. the, everything that you said, like such a good role model, and just very genuine, very genuine yeah. in the way she approached the whole thing. Obsessed, exactly. With yeah, exactly. Were, so it was good. I was just going to ask: Were you surprised? at all with either of the results because obviously there's a people's vote and like the, the ultimate champion which you yeah. won based on the rating of the others like were you surprised or was it absolutely absolutely yeah. I mean I think the whole I think the whole of Ireland in the UK was surprised as much as I was surprised <laughs> like I was hanging on by my fingernails every every um every blocking and do you know what happened? I really think because I flew under the radar so much and I was always middle of the road. Like if you look at it, I was always fifth and sixth. So at the end, everyone put me up, not expecting the other person to put me up. Do you get me? Like take away Sammy and Georgina. Like it would have been like they would have put me first because I, I was part of their like their allies basically. But think about Tim and Woody. They just put me up because they probably Tim was annoyed that Georgina got Ella out, and Woody probably was like Georgina got Ella. Out, I'm gonna put Patty first. They already had their suspicions about Sammy, so by do you know what I mean because of that they kind of rose me to the top, not realizing that I had an alliance mm-hmm. with Sammy and Georgina. So then what happened was I got like I got like a flush, like two first and two seconds, uh, because just they they know they didn't really see me coming, and I had a heart attack because for me the whole game was I want to just get to the final do you know what I mean like there's no way I'm going to win I was never even an influencer and let alone I was a late player as well yeah do you know what I mean? yeah. a late player to these game shows is really tough mm. because you're automatically on the back foot and um, yeah look I obviously played something my bank account says I won so that's the main thing but um, yeah, I am. I was surprised, but you know what? It's good for it. Shows that you don't have to be a like a started off player in these games. You can be a late mm-hmm. player and still win the show, and you don't even have to be an influencer. It's all about how you play and if people look at you as a threat. And people didn't see me as a threat, so put me higher, not expecting the other people to put me higher as well. Do you get me? Yeah, it's so tactical. Yeah, I really want to do it. That's why. So, that's why it's so different. Well, one thing I can give you: be unassuming and, you know, sit on the fence as much as you can, because you'll, you'll <laughs> yeah. rise to the top. You'll rise to the top. 
Um, and, you know, that alliance with Sammy and Regina is really why I got, why I won the show. And I'm, I gave them both money out of the winnings for it. Oh, did you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was my next question. What did you spend the prize money on? Well, I still have a lot of it, but I gave uh, Georgina and Sammy 5k each. Uh, oh, so sad. Pays yeah. to be in these bloody alliances. Check it out. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? Like, I wouldn't have got where I am. Like, I wouldn't have won the show without them. They deserve it as much as I do. I just came out on top. So, so I thought they deserved it, yeah. But um, I bought, one thing I did buy, which is like my pride and joy, is I brought like a Burberry bubble jacket for like nice. two and a half grand in the, in the US. And I brought my mom away to the US for uh, two weeks. Ah. But other than that, I haven't really spent much of it. I still have, well, in saying that, I don't have a job and I'm living through lockdown. So obviously I am going in through with a bit, but I still have a good bit of it left. <laughs> yeah. And like just in terms of the aftermath of the show or the after in birth commas, however you describe it, like post show. Yeah. What's that been like for you in terms of kind of opportunities or like what's kind of come your way as a result of the show? Um, it was, do you know what? I will be honest. It was a really, really hard after the show. I got a really bad case of like Stockholm syndrome. Like thinking, like I got really badly trolled online after the show, like mm-hmm. especially from the UK public, um, just telling me that I didn't deserve to win and that I'm a pity win and I only won because I'm disabled and blah 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 blah. So I really got a sense of like, and I yeah, and now the Irish nation loved, like we're like hey, but the English nation especially like the day after when I went to, for radio interviews and stuff, they were like. Everyone loved him, but you divided the nation. How do you feel about that? And I was like, oh, God. Did you get me? So, like, yeah, yeah, it was kind of like they had their mind made up. Yeah, they Even, had their mind like, made up. Yeah. so hard. And you know what? I really, I had to go for a bit of therapy afterwards, to be honest. I had to yeah. understand because I, I really thought I was a bad person after the show. Like, I was like, I'm such a bad person. Um, I don't deserve to win this money. Like... I really felt like really, and do you know what? Now I'm able to talk about it and understand um, that that show is just an aspect of me. And like when you're on your own in the game of isolation like that, your 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 main kind of concept is to win, like is to stay in the game, you know. And you're always thinking about tactics. And a lot of people don't see that when they're watching the show because you're seeing us all interact, but really we don't interact with each other at all. I don't I don't know these I don't know who the catfish is. I actually thought Tim was a catfish because he was so articulate. It was like when I was with him, it was like being with a dictionary. I'm like, he can't be real. And he was. <laughs> um but the aftermath of the show was really tough. I mean, I got geez, I got like I went to the late late show, which was amazing. It's like the pinnacle of Irish culture to go on the late late show. Um and I got a really good campaign with like Primark and um Keels. And uh, Attitude magazine, which is good. I, I like pose tastefully nude for them, which is an experience. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it all in all, like everyone thought I was on this kind of whirlwind of happiness, and I was like really going through a really tough time of depression. Um, afterwards, and like I've only probably come out of it in the last couple of months, and it's really sad because I just feel like people don't look at me as the winner at all. 
general like I did it on um, my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I like asked Alexa who won the Circle Twenty Nineteen, and they say Alex from the first season. And I and my friend asked Google Assistant, and they say Tim. So I've nowhere am I net mentioned, and it just kind of, even though it's funny and I laugh about it, it still kind of stings a bit because it feels like, it, like, I did this to kind of try and change conversation around disability and bring more representation and I'm just not even viewed as the winner because people don't think I deserve it for some reason. So it's been a lot to take in, to be honest. Did the show offer you anything in terms of aftercare? Yes. Yeah, they did. Um, That's good. And I and I did and I did take a bit of it as well, but I didn't take as much of it as I should and that's down to a personal thing. Like I just felt like they would think I'd need like psychiatric help and like Lock the throw me like throw the key away. So yeah, I mean, so I was like, I'm fine now. When really I wasn't fine. So yeah, um, and I really had to do a lot of self reflection, and I went to like ayahuasca and stuff, <laughs> uh, to try and help me. No way. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Did it help? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely got a lot of my anger. I had a lot of anger and resentment, you know, and like my dad passed away in the same year, so a lot of things were going on for me. Um. But you know what? I grew as a person and I understand. I look at the show now and I understand, you know, where I went wrong and I take responsibility for that. But I don't think anyone deserves that amount of trolling and that amount of kind of deformation of character from what you see from an hour show, if I'm honest. If they were to do like some kind of, because I was thinking like obviously because it's still a relatively new reality show and they're going to absolutely milk the living shit out of it like absolutely they do i was wondering how like if they were to change the format how they'd keep it fresh or whatever and i'm thinking like they'd probably do like an like an all catfish season with maybe kind of like an all-stars thing would would you go back and do it again if there was some kind of i would i don't know like winner series or something kind of like big brother about brian dowling went back (laughs) yeah yeah Um, kind of i would i would 100 percent um I would now I and I, I want to get this I would never change the experience but people who go for these kind of shows don't realize the kind of toll it will take on your mental health especially when essentially like you know you're getting piled on as the anti-winner so and that that's probably the toughest thing as well because everyone loved the same and I felt like no one loved me and I just won by default but I would go on it again yeah just to I suppose just to redeem myself, <laughs> in a sense. So, you know, um, and, you know, it is, and I, I met some amazing people, but, I mean, I don't know, like, a part of me is like, would I want to go through that again? And a part of me is like, I would definitely do it. I, I'm kind of 50-50, if I'm absolutely mm. honest. Yeah. Are you going to watch the celeb one? I am, 100%. That's going to be good. And I'm also wondering how they're going to do it. Like, must, obviously like, I, lo- I love the idea of them all, yeah, all going in as like either catfishing as like all. I love the idea of them, some of them going in as like themselves, as like legitimate celebrities, because yeah. they must know that it's happening. You know what I mean? And then some of them catfishing as other celebrities. And then I love the idea of them all having to catfish. I don't know. I'm, I'm really yeah. intrigued. I'm not, I'm not crazy about the lineup, but I'm no. just intrigued with how they'll do it. But it's always the same kind of people that do these celebrity shows. I mean, you know, like, mm. um, do you remember Richard Medley was in ours? 
that was pretty good. He was so, but I loved that because you wouldn't expect him to do something like that. I like, know, sorry, 100%. I've seen Denise Van Outen do everything. <laughs> the woman has, and, has done everything. And I like her. And I'm like, you don't need to do this. And like Pete, Pete Wicks is in everything. Sam Thompson is in everything. I'm like, it's a, a new cast, yeah. people. Get Stephanie <laughs> Lejay and, Bre- and Breeden there. No, I breed to be better. Get breeding. No, like I don't think either of us are subtle enough to be likable on on that. Just what you said, you have to sit on the fence and rise to the top, like unassumingly. I don't think either yeah. of us are capable of that. Yeah. Two mouth pieces. Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, I still can't believe I won to this day. To be honest, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> Did that happen? <laughs> But I'll you can always just go and check the ATM and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, Paddy, what are you like up to at the minute? Bar lockdown. Oh, bar lockdown. Um, I'm doing. I'm trying to write a book at the minute. Oh, so all about my life and the experiences. So, uh, I'm gonna like I'm, I'm trying to write that at the minute, which is a really weird process. Uh, in terms of like writing in general um but yeah so hopefully that will come to fruition uh other than that uh i i was just drinking a bottle of wine every night uh getting blackout drunk but now i'm doing i'm doing dry jam guys i'm staying strong and uh yeah i'm trying to learn how to cook better <laughs> i'm doing all the things in january that you're like tell yourself you're gonna do the whole year and then once the 31st january goes you're like yay pizza pizza and a glass of rouge please i might even have a fag when i got too locked <laughs> i'm just saying i'm not a smoker <laughs> that's literally it and then text people on grinder and be like hey not, i've no intention of, i've no intention of meeting with these people because i can't but i'm like hey hon how are you and then the you next always, day, you can always send a text. Yeah, the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, Jesus, why? Yeah. <laughs> if people want to find you, what's your Instagram handle? Um, ask Paddy Smith. So it's P A D D Y Y S M Y T H. So Paddy Y Smith. There you go. Paddy, thank you so much for joining us on Banwang this evening and being so honest. Much appreciated. Can't wait to see thank what you're you doing. Send us a copy of the book when it's done. We'd love to read it. <laughs> we'll buy it. We'll buy it. It would just, just be a manuscript. <laughs> I'll buy it as well, but I want an advanced copy. <laughs> it, won't, it, won't, it won't even be uh, printed. It'll just be my, my writings in a diary. <laughs> Stapled together. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Patty. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. This is like sixth grade English here. <laughs> oh, Patty, thanks, Emil. Much Thank appreciated. Uh, much appreciated asking me on. That was the effervescent Patty Smith there. Um, very honest. He's been very honest about the whole thing, even on his uh, social media since so yeah well we've been back very quick to be like yeah we'd absolutely do it but I like many people and like Paddy probably didn't realize the aftermath like I know they always talk about aftercare with Love Island and Big Brother and stuff like that but I never really considered it with the circle especially being like the winner being the winner I didn't 
I just never thought you'd struggle after. I don't know why. But even never, the, even the thing with even the thing with the Stockholm syndrome, that yeah. that kind of stuff didn't cross my mind. But I like I do remember, and I have no issue saying this because he even said it himself that he was surprised. I was surprised that he won. Was delighted yeah, because yeah. it was an Irish person. I think he set out to do what he wanted to achieve because he like, was a I late loved as him. Well. Yeah, I loved Tim and Tim won anyway, so it didn't really matter. I But I kind of liked that it was a bit of a shock and that it wasn't like yeah. an obvious, you know what I mean? That it wasn't yeah. obvious. I was like, oh, this is why it's interesting because you have this like split vote and like who the people might deem a winner isn't necessarily who they thought it was on the inside. But then as Paddy broke it down, it was so much more tactical because you like to think that the nicey nicey characters in inverted commas like Tim like Woody like that they wouldn't have a tactile bone in their body but they would have been really close to Georgina but to have that whole situation with Ella then impact their voting to the point where he ended up being bummed up it's so good I could talk about it all day it's amazing if Um, you were to do it which we probably I wouldn't do it would you would you be this is obvious but would you be yourself or would you catfish I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, you got really loud there. <laughs> sorry, I don't think I'd be able to lie for that length of time. Yeah, I think it would make you more exhausted than you would need to be. But I wouldn't want to go on and play myself. Why? Do you know what? At the same time, who the fuck cares? Like, who you this cares? Part? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I... I, I maintain that you should do it. We're putting it out there now. Let like, Brie do it. Let I, people do it. I'll manage your social media and it'll be really funny. I'll do some really good TikToks. Oh, it's going to be like pictures of me sucking pint glasses and stuff. It'll yeah, be all maybe. like commentary pictures you post while I'm gone. Yeah. I do it. Like um, the syndrome wouldn't apply to me because all I do is sit in my room for days at an end anyway. So, Like I, I was, I was going, pre-lockdown, it would kind of be an ideal because like you can, I think it would, if you had really bad habits, you'd have three weeks to kind of force yourself to like, say you were eating really badly or like not really exercising or whatever. But you go three weeks to just get your shit together because are you only, the only sure. thing you can go out of the hospital yeah, the gym. Like, Truly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you can watch uh, the two UK series on all four. The US series is on Netflix. If you are looking for a good follow-up podcast, um, our good friend Seamus actually hosts uh, the Circle, the unofficial podcast, and he's interviewed loads of ex-contestants. So that is definitely worth the dig in. Uh, before we go on to any bandwagons and everything else, Breed, are are you going to watch the celeb one? Because there's a stand-up cancer uh, fundraiser series happening this year, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, the Circle Celebrity 2020 air date. Let me bring this up. Um, the celebrity thing part revealed on the 15th of December, but I don't think we have a start date yet. Are you going to watch? Probably. Like I, like you said, it's a shit cast and I don't care much for any of them, but um, I, I'm curious to see how they do it. And like, like you said, are they all going to be celebrities? Are they all going to be normal people? Are they going to be half and half, half calf and, calfish and half not? Um, I'm curious to see how they work that. Yeah. Do you want to hear who's taking part again? Can I refresh your memory? Yes, please. So we have Bag of Chips, who yeah. I... Ex- Actually, I do, uh, I do care for her. No, I, and I said this, any of the any of the drag queens, any of the drag race stars, get your bag, because their industry has been like 
actually properly in the shit with it, yeah. right? Charlotte Crosby, no. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, Denise Van Houten, as I've already mentioned. Duncan James. No. Uh, Kay Adams, who's a loose women panelist. Uh, Nadia Sawalha. Sawalha. Um, former East Germans actress and loose women panelist. Lady Lachure. Uh, Melvin Odum. Ricky Haywood Williams. Pete Wicks. Sam Thompson. Melvin Odom. Is he a comedian? Yeah. He's a TV and radio presenter. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He used to be Blue Peter or something. Yeah, one of them. The only people that I care about there are Ricky, because he's like old school MTV fave, grew up with him. And I think he'll be like funny and he doesn't do that much. Him, Baga, I actually don't do not care about any of the rest of them. Because I, I don't know any of the loose women gals. If you've done that, you should be banned from everything else. Yeah, and ninety percent of these people have. That should be the yeah, that's Sam Thompson. Uh, Charlotte maybe hasn't done it. Who cares? She's done a lot of the other ones. James has. I think that should be your last goal of it now. If you want one last push at it, put them on Celebs Go Dating, and then just send them off in a boat to nowhere, shove them out into the sea. Yeah. Um, Um, As I said, no word on release date yet. I forgot to mention that obviously the new host of the series who ended up replacing Maya Jama and. Alice Levine that's her name isn't it I literally just said it um, Emma Willis took over so that's another thing for ex Brother fans and just generally okay. very good at being an interviewee like person I really like her you're making a face at me yeah your sound keeps going like really loud and then really quiet I don't know if you're playing with the wire or something but it doesn't matter mini bandwagons breed you got any yep um, I had a few but actually I'm going to scrap them all for this one initiative that Keen Sullivan sent on to us because it's it's worth the time um, and it's Share Joy. I know you were posting about it the other day, Fanula. Um, so this launching this week, it's a new Irish charity supporting supporting youth mental health. Uh, Share Joy is an initiative which encourages people to sell some of their favourite pre-loved clothing items with proceeds going to a, a designated mental health charity, which for the launch is Pieta House. 20 Irish women in fashion are kicking things off for the Fair jo- uh, Share Joy launch including Laura Whitmore, Una Healy, Nadia Ford, Tara Stewart, um, Louise McSharry, Ros Purcell, Sheila Shoga, Caroline Foran and Kaylee Mua. And all the items donated from... Uh, oh, sorry. All the items um, donated ranged from a Burberry trench coat and a Joanne Hines suit to a H&M jacket and a misguided hoodie. So there's something for all, all styles and all price ranges. Um, the Share Joy shop is now live on Depop and it's Depop slash ShareJoy. You can follow them on Instagram at ShareJoy underscore IE. And if you support ShareJoy, um, donations can be made on ShareJoy.ie. Or if you have some buried treasure in your wardrobe that you'd like to sell on, uh, sell on your Depop page and then donate the sale to ShareJoy. Charities are struggling big time in the pandemic. So any way of helping is much appreciated. So head over to Depop um, slash ShareJoy and see if anything takes your fancy. I'm sorry, like some of the stuff is absolutely bloody lit, like proper. Yeah. You have Miu Miu, like loads of really nice designer um, bits. So cop yourself a bargain, sport charities, sports circular economy. What a great initiative. Share joy. And they're on Instagram as well. If you want to find out a bit more about the stories and everything people are sharing, it's really nice. So. Yeah, I have one other thing I want to say because I keep meaning to say this. So it's coming up to the one year anniversary since our online dating episode. Um, which was um, 
everyone, lots of people's favorite episode. So I'm going to do it again. And this is just my call out. I'm going to start doing the call out now for any of your online dating stories, your like worst romantic encounters, your funniest dates, anything that you think will give us a laugh. I want it to be funnier and better than last year's episode. Um, so you can even if they're not your stories. Even if yeah. other people's even stories. Just like, them to us. Yeah, someone in your office told you, or like, I don't know. Um, you can email them to us at bandwagonspodcast.gmail.com and I'll be reading them and putting the best ones aside from now until middle of February when we record. You have Very been excited. told. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, we are on Patreon. You can get your bonus content there. This month's movie club was Ratatouille. Ratatouille. We talked about the TikTok um, and some details that you might have missed. Um, and Breed is going to be doing her tarot this week, but you can only access if you sign up um, via the link in our bio or at patreon.com forward slash bandwagons for five euro a month. It's very cheap, very nice, very good. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Pop a bargain. Uh, chicken nice. bargain. Chicken bargain as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was he saying? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. It's where you get um, your episodes up to date. We are Bandwagons Podcast across all social media. Um, tickets for Cypress Avenue are still on sale. Are there a few beanies left? There, I think, like, very, like, I, I know I've said this for the last, like, eight episodes, but there's genuinely down to, like, a handful of beanies. Just very, you go on and check so, there yourself and see if there's yeah. any left, because there, there might be. There might not be by the time you... Listen. Yeah, they're on, uh, they're on Ellen's website, so they're on buy-ellen.com if you're looking for them. Um, That is it. I've been Fanula. Ivan Breed. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.